12920 Philadelphia Street, Whittier, California, at Undercity Comics. Keep it up with the nerds presents issue 114. My name is Renee. This is Ryan. And welcome to the show, everyone. Woo! Have someone doing the intro that's competent enough to know what issue competent enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a bit, guys. It's a bit. Is it though? No. How, how, that came from the truth. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was honesty on your end. <laughs> how dare you call yourself out? Can you put your face to the mic? Sorry, I was texting. Texting what? Texting who? Texting, texting people. I was texting and people. Places. You know, I have I'm friends. Texting where? I have friends. Gooses. Geeses. I know other people than you. Potato, potato, tomato, tomato. You, you know, I know other people besides you. Zucchini, right? Lucano. Linguini. In which apparently this team doesn't understand how to write a four. Mr. Feeny. Welcome to the show, guys. You're <laughs> keeping up with the nerds issue 114. Mr. Feeny. <laughs> guys, just a couple quick announcements. Yeah. We're in issue 114. Mm-hmm. Our Real Addiction's newest issue, issue or episode 79. Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, you were on it. I was. Right? How was that? Like a fever dream. <laughs> Don't remember. <laughs> Don't remember. No, it was fun. Uh, we had a great, great time talking about the latest movie news drama, which was Don't Worry, Darling, all the behind-the-scenes stuff on that. If you can explain that drama in about 20 to 30 seconds, can you? Because I'm just oh, confused. That really? I, I feel like everyone wants to talk so about it, and it's like, whatever. So right? there's like the... The, the the true evil, like, where that all gained was Olivia Wilde, basically. Mm-hmm. She is the main focus. She is where that drama came from, basically. Um, you know, the... The, the woman who hurt Ted Lasso. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> and um, she hooked up with Harry on set. And then next thing you know, you find out that Florence Pugh, that his co-star, didn't find that very uncomfortable because every time they were together, they just go off and... Do things. Did you guys discuss the whole Harry Styles spitting controversy? We did because we were thinking, why? What does? What did Chris Pine do? And now there's rumors floating around that he hooked up with Olivia Wilde and mm-hmm. Harry walked in mid thrust. <laughs> guys, <laughs> what? Yeah, that's a rumor. Seventy nine of our real addiction on YouTube here, yeah. keeping it with the Nerds channel, as well as our real addiction on any audio platform you guys listen to podcasts. Why does go check care? them out? Interesting stuff. Get into the nit and grit of that whole controversy. Yeah. Interesting, interesting and it stuff. And sucks because I'm like, I was legitly excited for that movie. That and movie's I hear, not doing so well yeah, in the reviews. It's not doing well. And that's why uh, Shia LaBeouf left as well, too. He read the script and wasn't satisfied dude, with it. That really? sucks. Yeah, that came out. He came out about that. Whoa, dude. Don't don't burst so easily, dude. Relax. <laughs> we haven't even started the issue. Popped his top <laughs> early on. Guys, if you guys want to listen to us on any audio platform, Follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. What? Nick, can you not interrupt? Nick, we're telling the audience people where to where to find us. No. (laughs) Don't listen to us. Don't subscribe. No, please do. One twenty five on YouTube. Go follow us at Keeping Up with the Nerds on YouTube. Yeah. Yes, we've grown. People are watching. People are listening. I know. It's our skits, honestly. Yeah, thing. it's good. It's good. And this one was a fun one to film, too. This was. This one? Yeah. The one that we just did? Yeah. 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 This one's a good one. So if you guys are listening to us on, on audio platform, just to let you guys know, the YouTube version of our podcast features a about, what, two-minute stitch? Like a yeah. one-in-a-minute, like one-and-a-half, two-minute two skit? Yeah. The, at the beginning of every podcast issue, so go check us out over there on YouTube. Subscribe, like, comment down below. Let us know what you guys think. Keep it up with nerds.com for all the up-to-date information. We are slowly updating that. It is taking some time because we are busy. And behind the monitor, we actually have a new PA, yeah. a production assistant, Andy. Hi, everyone. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you. So she's actually going to be coming in every so often to help us out with recording. Yeah. That yeah. way we're don't not feel, fumbling. Don't be afraid to just like call Brian out. 
just whenever he's wrong, just immediately. What is going on? What did you do? Did you mess yeah, up already? To, I did. Yeah. See, Nick, this is what happens when you tell people to call me out. Then your crap starts to break. What? Stop texting on your watch. <laughs> That's just going to cause the breakdown people, again. People are trying to get a hold of me. That sucks. Tell me, you know what? I'm doing a job that doesn't pay. Tell them that. <laughs> Dude, I will get so made fun of. Like that. That's fine. I get made fun of by you all the time. Yeah, but that's reasonable. <laughs> that's allowed. That's that. allowed. Oh, yeah. man. Do we have a packed show for you guys? First of all, comic strips. Yeah. Short bits. Not a lot of news this week because... The biggest thing that happened this weekend was D23. We'll be honest with you guys. We're recording this on a Friday. So D23 just started. What this issue is mainly going to be about is a test of our knowledge and confidence in predicting what news will be coming out on D23. Yeah. So, so by the time this issue comes out, people would have already known what has already been announced. So I have a question. By the On the end of the episode, can you give us a score counter? Sure. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That'd be interesting. Yeah. So, and you know what? If we get more than eighty percent of our predictions right, mm. people listening to this must subscribe to the channel. Yeah. <laughs> subscribe and comment without, and like. Without us having a whole lot of information, we're kind of going in blind right we're now. We're that confident. Very much. Nicholas over here is it. the man who has predicted so many things. I when you called me Nicholas. I immediately thought I was in trouble. I'm in trouble. Like, <laughs> what I do. No, nobody calls me Nicholas unless I'm in trouble. So that's what this show is going to be about. Okay? Uh, it's a test of confidence and knowledge. Yeah. Right? Yes. We are that confident that we know what is going to be announced before it's even announced. Mm -hmm. I we wasn't. Also got, uh, except for Inside Out 2. I didn't catch that. I didn't, I didn't think that was happening. Okay, we're not even there. Man. We're going to be talking about some of the stuff that has been announced. Yeah. D23 on Friday. She-Hulk Watch. Yeah. Surprise, Cobra Kai season yeah. five. Woo! So we're doing a five episode or three episode review. Yeah. Just for people to kind of get caught up because it was it's a surprise release, isn't it? Dude, because it's... I thought it was supposed to be coming out like second or third week I of was, September. I was playing in here at the shop and everyone's like, it's already out. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, Dude, what? Dude, I saw it last. I, I saw the whole thing last night. I saw no life. Episodes. Nicholas over here already watched Basically. all of it. No, yes. it's, it's not that I don't have a life. It's that it came out and then the show was just that good. <laughs> By the time I, I started watching. Watching it at 11.30 before I knew it, 3 a.m. It, it was 5. Yeah. And then I had work. <laughs> I did. And that was that was a nightmare. Oh, man. All I was thinking about was karate chopping people and left and Honestly? Right. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I did. No, but the, those first three episodes were really good. The first episode was really good. Yeah. Uh, episode, I, okay, in all fairness, what happened was I was going to watch all the way up to episode 5 and then cut. Episode 5 ends with... Like a mid-season kind like, of... Kind of like a mid-season thing where yeah. it's like, oh, keep watching. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> you got me! You <laughs> got me! Took yeah. my time! I was like, My oh, money! My I have to know what happens. My sleep. I have to. My sleep. <laughs> my sleep. <laughs> I guess I'm going down the rabbit hole. All right, we ready to jump into comic strips? Go for yeah, it. Burn them through because we got some. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. So, comic strips for those who are new to this podcast, the show, a uh, small portion where we discuss small bits of news and pieces and stuff that has come out in the nerdy world. We kind of talk about it for a little bit, move on to the next topic, so on and so forth. So, let's go ahead and start with this. Mandalorian stunt coordinator Ryan Watson calls out Star Wars as a failing franchise. Basically, hmm. 
the article, I forget who it was that wrote it, but we'll link it down in the uh, description down below if you guys want to read it, uh, basically titled the article to make it seem deceiving because it made it seem like he was calling out Star Wars for being a failing franchise, but in fact it wasn't. It was a post congratulating the production crew and John Favreau for making the franchise what it is now. Basically, it won one Emmy, I believe, for like outstanding uh, choreography choreography or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. And so he was congratulating everyone, saying like, hey, you know, you guys did a good job. This was great. The production team and the stunt coordinators did such a good job in bringing this franchise up to what it is now. Disney comes out, says, hey, you know what? You guys can't be saying that. You cannot be calling this a failing franchise. Then he says, you know what? Disney is basically making me shut up about this, but they're also the people that basically fired my friend Gina Carano. Gina Carano, yeah. Gina Carano. So, any thoughts on that? I mean, yeah. once again, it's it's the same thing that we talk about all the time of, you know, people take quotes and then they they take the way that they're said mm-hmm. or they or they 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 put them in a different tone or a different uh, context so that way they can get a better click. He yeah. was the one that posted it on his Instagram. Yeah. So uh, that's fair, yeah. but the thing is that he's can the 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 wording is off where it's like, oh, yeah, like, because in all fairness, Star Wars kind of is. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll admit it 100%. I love Star Wars. Star Wars is my is my baby. I haven't been a fan of, like, some of the things that Star Wars has done in a little bit. You know, uh, all the all the new sequel uh, movies. Mm-hmm. I've only liked one of them out of the three. Uh, of the shows, you know, some of the shows are a little bit lacking. I mean, I still enjoy portions of them and I enjoy pieces of them, but going on back like there's nothing there that i'm like i need to go rewatch that it's funny because he's not wrong in terms of like what star wars was with the mainline movies and stuff they weren't as captivating as they are now the tv series are far greater rogue one still to this day in my opinion is the best star wars movie ever created i don't know about that but sure whatever you know that's that's a that's a nice opinion (laughs) (laughs) that's definitely a bold statement but let me put it this way like even star wars andor looks very interesting you know it's andor does it's funny how like since andor has been announced i've been getting a lot of people saying like they love rogue one like rogue one's their favorite oh i'm sorry it's also all of a sudden all of a sudden yeah all of a sudden that's a that's a bandwagon thing if i've ever i was there at the beginning when i was still being made fun of you know by people dude i remember reading catalyst before Rogue One came out, so I was ready for that. And then I remember talking to a couple of people, going like, "Yeah, because this and this, and you know, in the book Catalyst, like it's so interesting that they brought this back and they did all this." And then somebody, I, I remember somebody going, "I didn't know that there was a signed reading to enjoying this movie." <laughs> That's Star Wars for you. And I was like, I, and I was like, well, I mean, like it, you don't have to read it; it you just makes everything it. It a little bit better. It, yeah, that's the thing. Like when we read the was it the prequel to the Batman? Yeah, it was nice having that little. Little piece of content. Yeah, little piece of content. It's a little sprinkles to the frosting on the cake, right? Yeah, Yeah, it's all it is. It's good. It's good. Moving on. Kevin Feige's speech honoring Superman director Richard Donner, appearing next to Jeff Johns, basically making claims that his movies were an inspiration to kind of what has led his work towards the MCU. Mm -hmm. Quote The films Dick made inspired me to even went or even want to go down that track. And of course, in particular, Superman, the movie is still to this day the archetype. Of the perfect superhero film origin story. Honestly, Donner makes a great movie. Donner definitely made in the first Superman movie probably one of the best superhero movies. It's the it's so accurate to the comics. It's so accurate. It has an iconic soundtrack. Yeah, you know it, they still use his soundtrack today. Mm-hmm. 
uh, for that movie. They use a lot of the things in the in the Donner universe for you know his backstory. You know the battle with Zod and oh, yeah. uh, what's going on with uh, and and what's going on with uh, Lex Luthor and Jimmy and Jimmy Olsen and all these other things. And he really didn't get enough credit, especially since he was kicked off of do, of two. And that was like and that's really hard to like go dang like he didn't really get the respect he deserved because the beginning of two is amazing like two could have been way better than one Mm -hmm. but he was then kicked off and like they just kind of like pieced together footage that he had already shot a little bit of footage x footage from one and they pieced together the ending of two yeah it's it's so weird it's so weird how the how the end of that movie kind of comes together uh there's a couple of documentaries on it but yeah like Donner really does deserve to get like a lot of credit for putting together the superhero movie. What I take from this is that kind of unity that these different franchises are creating now, right? Mm-hmm. Which is good because I think you and I, when we first met, we talked about how we were very – we didn't like the audiences of comic book readers basically coming in going like, oh, DC's better, Marvel's better. It's like they both have their pros. They both have yeah. their cons. You can pick either or. You still have Image, Dark Horse. You have all these different – you know. Uh, publishers yeah. that make some really good comic books and stuff, but it sucks that people are so divided and so you know, they're they're kind of like uh, they're mounted on that saying like this is my franchise. So it's interesting to see uh, Kevin Feige talk about you Be, know, acknowledge a different you know yeah company and DC. I mean, even though it wasn't in the same context, is now looking at Marvel and the MCU, basically saying like this is something that we need to copy mm-hmm. to be successful in the future towards. Our film studios and stuff, right? I mean, that's the thing, though, is that if you really put it, if you put it to the test, Donner really achieved what nobody has really had had done at the time, and that was to make a successful superhero movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was a lot of attempts to make a good superhero movie by Marvel, by DC in the past, and Donner was the first one to get what was in the comic books, put it on the screen, mm-hmm. and make it entertaining for a wide mass of people to watch. All right, good points, good points all around. Next topic. Chipotle hack allows people to buy three dollar burritos. On TikTok. Did you hear about that? Yeah. I mean, sure. I, mean, I saw well, this. The, is I, nerd I, news because what nerd does not like burritos? No, I mean, a honestly, nerd that doesn't like diarrhea. I mean, <laughs> no, but basically, what they'll what? do is that like they'll order like a taco, yes, or something with like put, extra and they put meat, every, and they put everything in it. Yeah, yeah, no, and then they'll just ask for everything on the side because it's free toppings yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and yeah. then one flour tortilla for like forty four cents or something like that. Yeah, and it's how you build a three dollar burrito. See, the thing is, is that I think what the problem was is that someone made that a video of that, and immediately went viral, and everyone was trying to do it, and Chipotle's like, okay, we're not doing that anymore. So here's the problem I have with this kind of stuff, right? It's the same problem I have with people that believe Starbucks has a secret menu when they, they don't. don't. They don't. And I feel bad for the baristas that are working Starbucks and making these ridiculous orders. Yeah, because, like, you can order, like, a butter beer, but you just basically tell them what the ingredients are. Yeah. yeah That's it. it. There's a way of asking for it. Mm-hmm. Be respectful. Yeah, there's a way of asking for it and just make sure that whatever you're ordering, it, it, just follow the thing in, at the very bottom of going – can I have this, 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 and this? Mm-hmm. And more or less, I mean, they're that they're, they're willing to make it for you. Yeah. Like whether it turns out good, that's on you. So that's, it's ba- it's basically any sort of restaurant that offers some sort of customization to your meal. Yeah. You can you can do almost anything. It's just people think of it when they don't think of the bare minimum. It's like they think, oh, there's well, if it's not on the menu, it's a secret menu. Then no, it's not in and out. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
it's not like but In-N-Out has perfected that because In-N-Out's pretentious. They're not pretentious about their no. secret. They're kind of open to it. It's like, oh, you want a three by three, a four by four, yeah. animal style burger, animal style fries. You, you yeah. want some monkey fries? What? You ever heard monkey fries? That's not a thing, is it? Yeah, it is. What they do? Yeah, if your nay doesn't know, then it's not a thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it is. Uh, monkey fries is when you get uh, regular animal style fries, then you get the ground beef from the burger and then crush the burger <laughs> on top of the burger. And, and so when are we going to the internet? Are we going to internet after this? Like, <laughs> and, then they, and then they put cheese on it and then they melt it. No, that's not a real thing. <laughs> I swear to God, that can't be a real thing. I swear to God, my buddy, my buddy has ordered it before. Yes, it is delicious. All right, so we when next time we go to In and Out, yeah. we got to make Nick order this. Yeah. We're not ordering it. We're yeah. you're ordering this. I, I feel like I feel like if I order it, they're gonna look at me like, are you dumb or something? Like, 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 go, yeah. No, dude. I just want to. I, dude. The, the only, the only thing I've ever gotten out of, out of, out of a fast food restaurant when I make a weird order is that, bro, that dude's so fat. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, because you get like animal style, like double doubles with chopped chilies in it. Yeah. And stuff. yeah. Have a custom order. Yeah. yeah you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You gotta get what you want. But it is good with chopped chilies in dude, it. That chopped chilies. That cheese. Yeah. Have you ever seen? Uh, the, have you ever seen oh, the Seth we started Rogen? talking about food. Huh? I see. You, you seen the, the the Seth Rogen interview? Yeah. Where uh, what was all it? the burgers ones from First We Feast? Yeah. 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 Where First We Feast? Like, and then he, he's like, Oh my God! He's like, This is so good. I've never had this. It's that laugh. Yeah. You know what's funny? I, I was listening to Seth Rogen talk the other day, and then I watched Batman Forever, and I realized that Seth Rogen talks the way that uh, Jim Carrey makes fun of Batman about. Oh, Batman! Batman, Batman you say? Coming for you! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was watching Batman Forever, and I was like, yeah. did Jim Carrey just do a Seth Rogen? He's talking to uh, Nicole Kidman's yeah. character, yeah. <laughs> Man, you say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got a couple more topics for comics. Right, who's the writer? Who's the current yeah. writer of uh, ASM? Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, it's Zeb Wells. Zeb Wells, issue number eight of Amazing Spider-Man just came out this week, I believe. Right? Yes. yes. Okay. Basically, I have a problem with Screen Rant. Okay, because I feel like news was coming out very vaguely so they decided to write about amazing spider-man issue number eight they were like us was like what came out <laughs> like, guys what can, what can we what can we do yeah spider-man has a new superpower that only works one time that's think, the headline I don't, right i think they count that I, I wouldn't count that as a superpower oh no 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 but i they count did. that as a sir they did okay so let me tell you what the Wait, superpower is if it's a one-time use then that's not a superpower yeah. no duh like you can't go like no freaking duh i look I read the article, okay? And I said, okay, well, what is it? It got me intrigued. It's a one-time yeah. superpower, right? All right, one-time superpower. Cool. Okay, I'm going to pick up the issue soon. I'm going to read it. Why? I'm not sure. What is this, Bush Gore? So Jeez. apparently in this issue or in the previous issue, I don't know if it's seven or eight, uh, basically the vulture crushes his web uh, his web shooters, Yeah. throws them up in the sky, and drops them from a high distance. Mm-hmm. Peter Parker, being the man he is, basically thinks I'm going to have to break my fall because I'm falling towards trees. So what he does, his one-time superpower, is he gets his web fluid cartridges breaks them mm-hmm. so that his web fluid engulfs him breaks the fall as he falls down to the trees and saves his life so is but he, that's not a superpower I was gonna say, is, is he doing that with his mind or is he doing it with because he's got his spider powers? intellect that's not a super, that's not he a may superpower not be, they, keep in mind they compared him to reed richards they said he may not be as smart as reed richards but he is intellectual in the sense of like reed richards you know, is a He's the genius. smartest man of the universe. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, don't get me wrong. That's clever. 
That's some Batman that's, cleverness. Yeah, that's no, clever. That's a, thing. that's a clever move. Like I consider that as a move, a tactic. Yes. Yeah. You know? Like that was like that's clever. Yeah. Like if like, Batman was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta fly. Like I gotta use uh, sonar, and the bats will carry me. So <laughs> like, while this, yeah, I would be like, oh, Batman now talks to bats. I would be like, no, that's not, <laughs> no, that's not a, that's not a superpower. That's not a One superpower. time ability. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Screen Rant, leave the nerd talk to us. Yeah. All like, right, simple as that. You look, you want to talk comics? Somebody, Reach out to us. Us. We know we can mm-hmm. we can do your stuff. Just pay us, okay? Yeah, that's not a superpower. So, so sucks. Casual. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Screen rant. Do better, please. All right. I see your job postings on Indeed all the time. Come on, do better. I'm gonna call you guys out. I pissed me off. <laughs> I'm sorry. Spider Man. That's why. My guy, my boy. rock. I just can't wait until you know Brian leaves and he goes like, Yeah, Screen Rant hired me. Oh yeah, guys. I'm not gonna be on the podcast anymore. Screen Rant. That Screen Rant told me to be on the show. I'm to do better things. Getting paid for my stuff. Indeed worked out. Gizmo from Gremlins makes his debut in multiverses. That's cool. Oh, in the game. Yeah. I was like, okay. I thought it was something real. Just in general. In the multiverse, <laughs> Gizmo has appeared. I thought it was something important, but I was like, okay. Apple event. Yeah. New iPhone. I14, iPhone 14. Dude, iPhone no 14. Cares. What is it? The Plus. The 14 iPhone, Pro. Yeah. 14 Air, Pro Max. AirPods Pro. Two. Twos. Yeah. And the Watch Ultra, which is... so. Is this basically like the watch is like indestructible in a way where it's like, ah. <laughs> and then like, I can still text. <laughs> Smash to hell and just, just like, it still works. Shoot me. Shoot the watch. Yeah. You want to take somebody, the watch off? Somebody, It'll protect me. You know, somebody has a samurai sword. Just, <laughs> and you know what? This whole video was shot by the watch. <laughs> Like, so look, look. If you guys want to go watch any details on the iPhone event, Linus Tech Tips, Austin Evans, yeah. MKBHD, there was a couple people. I Justine, all those tech YouTubers have got your back. Here's the short synopsis of this Apple event. All right, we all run Android. Yeah. Okay. We have our biases, but here's the thing. You're an Apple iPhone user, by all means. Congratulations. That's, that's cool. Congratulations. You might as well be walking around with a coach bag showing off whatever how much money you make, right? You just it's you a basically show thing. that you're above middle class by having an iPhone. <laughs> I, I, usually, <laughs> I usually take it as if you're if you have an iPhone, that's just because you're simple. Ba- uh, yeah, no, I mean true. true. Yeah. But here's it, the thing. You're basic. You wanna know what? You wanna know what this event was about? <laughs> you wanna know what this event focused on? And that's right. Adam's basic. I saw him I saw him have an iPhone. Uh, Here's the thing. You, know what? Everything Adam, you know what? Adam had it coming because he came at me going like, I got the iPhone 13. It's so good. It's so cool. Look, it could even record everything. You're just hating on this. Next day breaks it. <laughs> you know what? I can't say anything because I've done that. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. With your phone too. I did, I did that one day where I got my phone and I think the day I got it, I broke it in my what pants. What are you doing? Like, ah! Like, ah! Like, Throws no. it at me for fun. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm dumb and I was like 18 and I had my cell phone and uh-huh. I just got a brand new cell phone and I had like, I put my DS in my pocket and uh-huh. it was the same thing. So when I bent my DS bent my phone forward and it cracked the you know what oh sorry really huh? quick i've had well i've had an android and i've always get like the shield protector like yeah. for the screen and so it was cracking and like air bubbles were coming out and i was like okay fine i'll take it off i haven't dropped i never dropped my phone Did you break the screen? when i when i've had the screen thing on and i'm so the day i take it off i'm going out and i'm like with my dad eating and then like we're walking and i'm just i like i'm i know i don't have a full grip of my phone so I'm like texting like this, and then for some reason I 
overreach my thumb and it goes like this flat down on a warped street rip not flat or all it's all warped and then just shattered ripped so here's what i'm gonna say okay before i'm i talk about a little bit of the details that happened in the apple event right Mm -hmm. uh remember the chocolate phone oh you know what yeah my friend had the chocolate mint yes so i had the first generation you want to know how i broke that phone how'd you break it i went airsofting and i had it in my pocket uh-huh. why they would you go i was young phone in your i was Did you in high school it, like, the screen outward yes. and not an and they you shot never, the button you never put the screen like nope. near your thigh dude you're nope. an idiot yeah, they <laughs> shot the little the little because the first generation was yeah. touch uh it was like touch sensitive yeah it was yeah. touch sensitive yeah. and uh they shot it so it never dude, worked again literally i never when i when i go airsofting and or paintballing i literally leave all electronics inside the I will say the chocolate should come back wow. right now in an era with Spotify and everything like that. It'd be cool to have no, a dial. They a little gimmick. We're getting foldable phones, all right? So it'd be interesting. I mean, they came back with a razor with a full screen. There though. you go. Yeah. yeah, it's a foldable phone. Basically. To end this, the end this little bit. I feel like this Apple event was more focused on you're too stupid to be safe, so we're gonna make you as safe as possible. They added impact protection, so if like you're in a car accident, it can mm-hmm. detect if you've been in a car accident and tell you, hey, do you need nine one one? I don't think I need my phone reminded me of a situation <laughs> that I'm already in that I don't want to be reminded of. <laughs> like, uh, I, I hey, you remember that car accident you're in right now? <laughs> <laughs> like, I just think you're so I think it'd be so funny if, like, it had a, it, it, if it was just sassy. <laughs> like, I want Siri hey, to be yo. sassy. It's like, hey, there's, there's like, uh, like, like, it's, hey, yo, fool. <laughs> you're, you're in an accident right now. Hey, fool. You okay? <laughs> hey, fool, you uh, fell down some stairs. Uh, me, man. Hey, yo, man. You're having a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> you okay? The hey, one thing I hey, will fool, say. she pushed you. <laughs> <laughs> So when the cops come by, just say she pushed you. I'm your witness. <laughs> the dog saw too. Brian, we're just bagging on Apple. At this point, we've lost like half our viewership. Hey, Brian, wink. Remember, we all know she pushed you. <laughs> and comic strips. There was a yeah. small Pokemon trailer for Violet Scarlet that just came out this week. Uh, which introduces a new mechanic that's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. I actually got back into Pokemon Go, which got me back into playing Pokemon Sword and Shield. So I'm yeah. back on that Pokemon grind. I was back on Pokemon Go, and then my phone was slower. So yeah, I had to get like, rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is fun. Wait, why is my text taking like 10 minutes to Forever. send? <laughs> <laughs> Stupid the new, Pokemon. The new mechanic they're adding for Scarlet Violet is auto-battling. Mm-hmm. So basically because – have you ever played – you haven't played Sword and Shield, have you? No. So, short, oh yeah, I played Shield. You played Shield? I, yeah. So you know how they have that whole wild area? area expansive area oh, like place now uh-huh. so they're adding that back to uh violet scarlet but mm-hmm. what they're doing now is instead of walking around with a partner pokemon yeah. you can walk around with a partner pokemon and have one pokemon venture out into the wild and auto battle wild pokemon to gain experience on its own mm. that's kind of cool yeah that's it's less grinding so what happens if it dies rip it comes back to you does like, it come back does it come back, back to you like, as a spirit <laughs> it's like it's, I, <laughs> I need a I need to revive. <laughs> you, you are, you're an asshole. I'm level 12. <laughs> Why would you let me go? <laughs> They're level 40 here. You're a monster. Why would you do this? I lost an arm. Why did you send me out to the ocean? Yeah. I'm a fire type. What'd you expect? Yeah. That Q-boat was not nice. I'm a rock type. Why would you throw me in the lake? 
What a jerk! <laughs> oh my god! Are you I lowering think... down the gains and everything? Yeah, because your ears are loud. <laughs> I mean, if it doesn't clip on there, we should be fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you got to read the audio levels because if they're low, I got to increase it on on Premiere. That's so, more work for me. <laughs> yes, oh, keep doing it. No, anyway, that's not. No. Yeah, so anyway, can you, incre- you increase it back up? Because yeah, it back yeah. Up. I did. <laughs> are they back at normal levels? Yes. Yeah, it is actually. And are we still recording? Are we still positive? What did she? What do you think? Listen, she stopped hey, the recording. You know what? This is her. Okay, this is her. This is her probation period. All right. If she messes up for whatever reason, fired. Sir, she's already. She gets paid for this, not you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> no, uh, I. I just. I, what I think would be when I first heard auto battling, I thought that it would be if you had your switch in your pocket, somebody had a switch in their pocket. Immediately, they, <laughs> like they vibrate. It vibrate and you go like all oh, battle. And then you're like you're oh. just walking by with something. Want to battle? Want to fight? Want to take fight? this out? Yeah. I just okay. think that don't. No, I thought that would be so funny. Oh, I almost got you. No, because I thought it would have been so funny to turn the real world into Pokemon. Pokemon. So because now you're walking around, and as soon as you see a trainer, it then activates, and it's like, oh yeah, you have to fight now. So I will say this, okay? Little short Pokemon store before we move on to no, move on. Uh, Let's go. She-Hulk Watch. So. Uh, Back when Sapphire Ruby was a was the was the main generation, yeah, yeah, I think it was in high school. I was uh, I, I won't shout out this uh, this uh, friend's name because uh, I don't know if he wants to be shout out on the Kevin. show, but uh, no. Um, Sam, his favorite Pokemon was Absol. Sam, mm-hmm. he, he he loved Absol, so he wouldn't shut up about it. And he basically says like, "Dude, I'm gonna take you down. You think you're so good at this game? No, I'm gonna take you down with just my Absol." Cool. I pull out Blaziken, literally the first Pokemon that we take basically mm. take out. Right. I use Sky Uppercut. Knocks him out one hit, quits the game, leaves, <laughs> says I'm not playing anymore. I'm not playing you anymore. That's it. Made him rage quit. First person ever made fun. rage quit in Pokemon. I lost. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up our portion of comic strips. See, the way that you really make somebody uh, would, like just straight up rage quit, make sure all their Pokemon, you can put them to sleep, and then just dream eater. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And then just put them to sleep. My favorite Pokemon is Butterfree. Well, my favorite Pokemon is Charizard, but I like having a Butterfree in my nah, party. You, you would be. Yeah, yeah why I not? Told, I can see you, you have a Butterfree. Yeah. You have a problem? You want to fight? Want to battle? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's our timestamp? PA? She stops recording now. No, no, no. <laughs> She's at, at 31 minutes. Oh, cool. Oh, okay, All cool. right. Yeah, we're solid. Let's talk about She-Hulk. Why not? She-Hulk watch. We yeah. No DC watch. She-Hulk. No DC watch Oh, my all. God. We get to take a break. We don't talk about I think they're waiting for uh, D23 to end. <laughs> and then they're going to throw out, like, no Batman 2. <laughs> 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 Guys, we're canceling uh, Matt Reeves' uh, Batman 2. Yeah. And then also uh, Blue Beetle will be Dude. Will be gone, too. How about Honestly, I no. if he was filming Blue Beetle during Cobra Kai, that kid must have been exhausted. Cause he's he's yeah. in a good majority. I thought he I thought the guy that plays Miguel. Mm-hmm. I thought he wasn't gonna be in a lot of it. Hang on, we're not at he Cobra was, Kai. I know, but he was in every episode. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. not at Cobra Kai yet. She Hulk. Right, First and foremost, right. is yeah. this episode a good one? Yeah, I think it's episode. my favorite episode. Your so favorite? Far. Yeah, it's okay. a solid episode. It fi- I feel like the show finally got to it, where it wanted to be, of actually being a lawyer show. Yes. Of actually having because it's the the show was called. She-Hulk Attorney, Attorney of Law. law. Mm-hmm. And she even says, this is a 
attorney like this is a law show yes like, this is all about like the legal system and it's all about like dealing with superhumans in the legal system mm-hmm. the last past couple of episodes have had nothing to do with that no. more or less so to kind of give like a except for maybe abomination kind of but i do like seeing this like a superhero needs help legally Yes. And went to She-Hulk to so, deal with So to kind of give a 15-second summary, basically the entire synopsis of this is Wongers. Wong. Wongers! Wongers, right? Wongers. Wong goes to She-Hulk to basically try to suspend a former student of his to stop using magic because he feels it's dangerous to not only him, but society in general. Yeah, it's I mean, not he's that opening he's... up random portals and basically. having well, it... women go through them. Donnie yeah. Blazes. Mm-hmm. Donnie Blaze. Donnie Blaze. Blaze. Which is, um, come on. Like, yeah. really? You, know, like, you really so have to use that type of thing? We get the full, that's like an A plot, right? And then the yeah. B plot is essentially Jennifer Walters kind of trying to go into her own personal yeah. life, she, trying she, to she, date. Try, going out into the dating world. All that stuff. And so the two mix together towards the end. Mm-hmm. Where the episode ends is now she's going through a lawsuit because Titania, Titania. is has copywritten. The term She-Hulk. Yeah, yeah. The irony of that. Yeah, Titan- her her nemesis so far. Yeah, yeah. she's went and trademarked it the, first. The name, yeah. yeah. Which is funny because like, I feel like that would happen. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I have a question. Uh huh. Yeah. Does that mean that Tony Stark took the time to trademark every Avenger? Yeah, I would. I would believe so. Like, I would like, laugh if that was an actual thing. I feel like, like Tony I feel like Stark was like the first thing he would done tra- trademark Iron Man. I know he would have yeah. trademarked Iron Man, yeah. but immediately, like, was he going like, Captain America trademarked, yeah, Hawkeye trademarked, Black Widow trade, like, that. yeah, you can't trademark that. Black Widow because she doesn't exist. What? She technically doesn't exist. Why doesn't she exist? Black Widow. The what? name though. The name? Oh, the name, but yeah. probably not the. So no one else can come out as nobody. Black Widow. Else, nobody else can come out and say I'm the Black Widow. You yeah. can then sue. I feel like trademark. he would do that. Not only that, but how am I supposed to tell toys? You think Tony Stark is only in the tech game? I want to see... <laughs> Tony Stark has a toy game, too? I want to see, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I want to see those secondary toys you see, like, in Mexico. <laughs> like, oh, their likeness. Yes. Yeah. Like, the D toys, but, like... America Man? America Man! <laughs> I would love it. Metal if, Man? I, w- I would love a toy with... It's Hulk, but it has, like, Iron Man's face on it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Cause you know how like green sometimes monster. It, green monster, yeah, yeah. just I mean, just green monster, <laughs> lightning, bird god, bird. Like, lightning, <laughs> light, lightning god, lightning god. There you go. Yeah. So <laughs> I will say, the episode for me, like none of these episodes have stuck with me. That it's like, oh yeah, no, this is like one of my favorite shows. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. You're saying it's your favorite one. This is my favorite episode. I will say that I do like one very key aspect of this mm-hmm. episode. It's understanding. It's meta. Mm-hmm. Without overstaying the fact that it's meta. The uh, what was it? The, what was it? The opening line was, "Oh look, Wong's back. You happy? Yeah. Now you happy? That gives us at least two weeks of Twitter protection. Twitter yes. armor. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Which <laughs> is great because here's the thing: if you're a hater, all right. Sorry, we forgot. We forgot for the people that hate She-Hulk. Oh yeah, we have to agree with them. Oh god, yeah, no, She-Hulk. Ugh, feminist propaganda, gross, oh, <laughs> disgusting. Oh they my god, sexualized. Oh my god, oh, really? Carried the guy. Listen, yeah. oh yeah, that's that. Yeah, that, <laughs> how you know dare she means? carry him? Yeah. Also, I'm gonna cut how this. Could they? I'm just gonna clip this and put this on our TikTok. Yeah, right. 
<laughs> and it's like it's like Brian's real thoughts off. Stop, <laughs> Brian's hot takes. Brian's hot takes. All right, are we done with that bit? Yeah. Now? All right. I hope you're satisfied. No, it was a good episode. It was really good. I like it, it was really good, it, and I love the fact that it plays on that joke of understanding mm-hmm. where it belongs in you know the group of people. For the haters, it's never gonna work because yeah. it's like oh, it's trying to be funny like Deadpool. No, 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 no. Jennifer Walters has done this in the comic books, and Deadpool was a play on. Slade on mm-hmm. basically like a DC character, right? This, and he breaks that third wall. Jennifer Walters has done it for ages now at this point. Yeah, but this is, it's still not like, of like law shows, like a show about a lawyer succeeding in like the world of like law, especially law in LA. Still not, the, it's still not like top tier. It's still. Well, did you see that someone tried to compare the show to Better Call Saul? That's completely I was like, different. Why, yeah, those are completely two different shows. Okay. No, so, I, that, hold on. Have you have you gotten a chance to watch Lincoln Lawyer? No. At least an episode. Not yet. I I personally do feel that Lincoln Lawyer and this are very comparable. For those keeping count, in the last fifteen issues or fourteen issues, I Nick has mentioned Lincoln Lawyer like because five, so, six, seven different. Because you guys keep not watching it. Well, because we have other things to watch. What are you Cobra watching? Kai. Cobra Kai. Rings of Power. You haven't watched King of Witch Because my Wi Fi's been out. Now I have it. <laughs> I got it back on. Thank you for you know bringing that up again. <laughs> as long as I can remind you. Yeah. As long as I can remind you. Yeah. No, but you are definitely right in that sense that it, it's you know it's not the law show. But I will say one aspect of She Hulk that it does bring up pretty well is that it grounds the MCU in reality again. Mm-hmm. Because keep in mind, it it's all fantasy, it's all yeah. space, it's all multiverse and stuff like that. And what She Hulk does is it kind of grounds it in that sense of reality. Yeah. Like there's real features of it. Comic books do that all the time. Mm-hmm. Where in a show, when a when a series goes way too out of bounds, mm-hmm. it'll sometimes do a little offshoot series that basically grounds that reality. Mm-hmm. Civil War does that in the comic books actually, because you had the mainline Civil War series. Then you get those grounded issues. Mm-hmm. I forget what they're called, um, but it was the 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 issues where it was telling the story of Civil War through mm-hmm. a journalist's perspective. Oh yeah, yeah, and it grounds it. Right, yeah. you're not seeing it from a superhero I, perspective. You're seeing it from a civilian perspective now. I, I get that, but I do. I just really wish that the B plots of the of She Hulk were interconnected. Mm-hmm. There, there was some kind of like interconnectivity. Internet that they were all connected Inter- together. Interconnectivity. Interconnectivity. Why can I not say that right now? <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty tired. Uh, I finished. I finished Cobra Kai. Uh, <laughs> I stayed up. Uh, mm-hmm. But anyway, I, I I wish that it was all connected together, just so that way you know you have this continuing B plot while you also have the A plot, and then you eventually have the B plot become the A plot, mm-hmm. where it's like this ongoing longer story that we have to talk to, and they've already kind of in- introduced a long-standing B-plot with the Wrecking Crew and, like, them trying to get the Hulk, uh, She-Hulk's blood. Mm-hmm. But they haven't really talked about... Like, that story isn't con- isn't going every episode. Yeah, they mentioned it, but they're not necessarily continuing it. Yes. What if, like, how she just kind of started getting into that... Um, uh, what is it called? The dating app? The dating app. <laughs> That's probably going to... That that was my first thought was like maybe somebody would that is trying to get close to her will try to match with her. It's, and it opens up that possibility. It, uh, maybe it sets that up. It I does. know, I, and I and I do get that of like that's that the dating app is going to be the MacGuffin of it, and it's gonna be like oh yeah, the, oh dang, this is why I don't date online and everything else, and that's gonna be like a joke they do. Yeah. Of you know oh another bad Tinder date, but. 
it's not like an actual case that's continuing. Yeah. Because it would be great if she just had a giant case. Because I really wanted the trial of the abomination to continue through the entire season. I but they're bringing back the abomination in that mid uh, mid season trailer that just unveiled this uh, today. I, actually, as a recording. I know, but, the, but the thing is that you had the mid season trailer, and abomination is back on is on his farm. He's mm-hmm. on his ranch. With his seven wives, seven or eight wives, <laughs> and she's, but it looks more like counseling than it is anything else yeah. because she, she she can't get a hold of Bruce because what I what I'm assuming is she can't get a hold of Bruce, and he's she off goes planet. yeah he's off planet so she goes to the only other person that could possibly understand what she's going through, Metal and that's going to be abomination. Oh. She goes to go ask him questions about hey. Like how exactly? And I'm assuming it's something about being a Hulk, something about like how exactly do you do X, Y, and Z or yeah. whatever, you know, the morality of it. Um, yeah, I, I I just kind of wanted that B plot, or even if it was a C plot, of just continuously. Gotcha. But I don't get that. With the fact that this is Renee's favorite episode, go extensively. You can go ahead and extensively explain why it is your favorite episode, mm-hmm. and then we'll give our points afterwards. But I do have one important question before we move on to Cobra Kai yeah. afterwards, okay? Mm-hmm. So tell us why this is your favorite episode. I thoroughly enjoy this episode because it was, like you said, it's very grounded, and then it's the show does a great job of making you feel that it's separate, but then also reminding you that it is part of a big universe as mm-hmm. well, too. Mm-hmm. Not shoving it in your face, but like you're kind of like, oh, cool, like Wong's in this episode. And then you also get the little little background of like what Wong does in mm-hmm. his free time and the like this had like a lot of jokes in it like constantly s- spoiling Sopranos and stuff like oh that my God. and then you know you have the introduction of that greatest character of the series so far is Madison you know the, just Madison the way because two ends and a Y you know why she's so great is because there are there's actually people like that so, in the world <laughs> like <laughs> there was a comment yeah. on the um on one of the on the mid-season trailer uh-huh. and someone typed out the entire line that she says mm-hmm. and someone replied to her going like why did i read that in her voice yeah. she was so great yeah like i found great. her annoying mm-hmm. because i don't like that kind of talk yeah it's just annoying when they go like oh my god i think it's nasally. just it's funny to see that in mcu yeah you it know? is yeah yeah but she was a great great actress for that part yeah the, definitely really the, good the thing i really do think is interesting is that they took Wong, what Wong does on his off time yeah. from the from the Doctor Strange movies, because mm-hmm. more or less that's kind of what they've talked about. Of like, oh yeah, do you want to? Uh, what was it like? Oh yeah, our our favorite is uh, Hulk, Hulk, Burning Fudge. Oh yeah, or uh, are we watching a movie tonight mm-hmm. and everything? Like they're they're kind of like the be- like two roommates that mm-hmm. like yes. live together. Yeah. And they like get along like best friends. And it's so funny. Hey, Wongers. <laughs> Wongers. I just think it's. I, but oh, I did were think you it, caught texting. Just tell them that you were texting nine one one. So that's not how it works. <laughs> I, but I did. But my my thing was is that I was wondering, does this take place? Does because technically this takes place after the events of Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Multiverse of Madness, because I was wondering why Wong was living at Kamertage. Oh, he constantly goes back and forth. He goes to the Sanctum, mm-hmm. but then he goes back to Kamertage. You like because he's so he still a, he's still the librarian there. Yeah. That's why. So you're, you're not the librarian if you're the Sorcerer Supreme. That's not how that works. Well, that's how it he works with Wong. He still does cards. that. Yeah. yeah, he says it on his profile on Twitter. 
He's like he's Mystic Arts, but also a librarian for the Comitage. Yeah, but I, I, I do feel like that's lazy. Like, <laughs> so I will say what I really loved about this episode is that it again, it's that grounded aspect of bringing the MCU back mm-hmm. to kind of like a reality, right? And yeah. it's cool because. You would think that the Sorcerer Supreme is always practicing the mystic arts. Yeah. And no, Wong is Wong just, just like anyone at, there. Yeah, like sits anyone in else. his room and just watches like shows and stuff. I love that he was watching This Is Us. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and he was like Man, so was sad. <laughs> he was so sad because that show is depressing. Yeah. But it's like, I, I, it's just, it's so hilarious. And then also you have that, uh, was it uh, John? No, it's Don Blaze or what's his name? Don, Donnie Blaze. Donnie Blaze. Like, I love that he was so annoying. Who was the cameo that you said that this episode was supposed so, to reveal? So, uh, my friend got the two mixed up with three and four. Okay, so it was three. It was three because it was Megan the Stallion. And stuff ah, like that. I see. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. So I was like, who was it? Like, I know. Yeah, that's the thing. I t- I messaged her. She goes, Oh no, sorry, I got confused because she saw it in a premiere. That's why I it was see. all mashed up together, yeah. all four episodes. So the important question I'm going to ask you guys before we move yeah. on to Cobra Kai yeah. and her review, right? Is this? So this episode was very focused on. Not very focused, but it was like it really highlighted the B plot in terms of like Jennifer Walters going out and finding a date Mm -hmm. and, you know, talking to different guys Mm -hmm. and basically highlighting the stereotypes Mm -hmm. that people go through in terms of dates. Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. All the guys that she was going through. Oh, my God. I was cringing for myself. I was like, so I'm going to ask this. okay? And let's be honest. okay? let's be honest. Right. Yeah. Because people are going to take it the wrong way, and I understand that people don't like to get called out on it, yeah. but here's the reality that it's true. Brian's hot take. Did, <laughs> was this episode demeaning towards men and making it, like, basically oh. sending the wrong message? No, because no, men no. suck. Yeah. <laughs> no, we are, we are terrible We're when it terrible. comes to hitting on women at I've, wrong times. The worst thing is that I've been on dates, and, like, more or less they've told me shit stuff like that is happened. yeah mm-hmm. like where it's like oh yeah this happened where it's uh where oh yeah uh we got a couple of drinks and then like they handed me the check and then they walked out mm-hmm. yeah you know or they answered a phone call in the middle of a, of a date or anything else. like just like no manners whatsoever yeah like, manners totally went out the window hey we gonna do this or not so it doesn't help our case when this is a reality yeah. because there's two things that I really cringed at. Okay. The well, first one was yeah. the obvious one with the guy who basically didn't pay the check. Oh my God. I I'm like, like just freaking pay the check. Yeah, It's common. Like, it's, it's common. It's not even common courtesy. It's like, you know, showing that you can and that, yeah. it, you know, it, it's that incentive of doing so. Yeah. I've yeah. never been on a first date where I don't pay for the first. Like, same you, here. You know? Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Not, that's what it is. Not only that, but also he in, he legitimately did not care what she had to say. No. That's like, another he thing. He talked yeah. about himself. And, and like, then after that, immediately just kind of like, well, I'm a lawyer. And then immediately went, okay, whatever. Like yeah, and then talk. walked away and talked to whoever was on. Was like, yeah, was, she was like maybe a six. I was like, really? <laughs> I was like, yeah, what? it's so stupid. Yeah. I, I will say, I've done that before, but that was different. <laughs> Did you say it like <laughs> oh within like ten God. feet no, of leaving? No, Jesus. She was in the parking lot. I was in the other parking Stop, lot. Stop, dude, you're not. Helping. But hold on, but that's not Nick the canceled thing. on Twitter now. Whoa, whoa, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Here Nicholas, was, here was the situation. She and which on? She invited me out. I then was talking to her. When we went out, I found out that she was into like animal stuff, and then I oh, and then I immediately okay. <laughs> and then I immediately texted my buddy, and I was like, like "Furry call- stuff or, huh? Furry? You know that? Uh, okay, you okay, know if that, it's not uh, safe. You know that, the no, 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 no. You know that Netflix uh, anime show? 
that was all about like animated oh, animals. Oh, Beastars? Yeah, Beastars. She would not stop talking about it. Oh, my God. She wouldn't stop talking about it. And then she kept on saying that the main character, the lion, uh-huh. how like how hot he was. Oh, man. Like, I just wanted to like touch his fur. Okay, stop. Never we're going to cut it right there. We're going to cut it so right anyway. there. So, anyway. The second part I cringed at was the end <laughs> when he's- uh Dude, let me finish. Well, no, you're done. You're, you, that, I that was to all you needed to say. Myself. That's all you needed to say. I wanted to explain Terrible. myself. All right. So the other part was when Monster. she reverts back to Jen. Oh, the guy. And the guy's like, yeah. yeah, I think I'm going to go. That's like, dude, that's kind of like, that sucks. You could tell he only gets off at like superheroes stuff. Yeah. yeah. So or, uh, or, or like big women. Uh, or, muscular women. Yeah. yeah. Like muscular big women. Or he was just kind of doing, I know this is what women like. And I'm in, I know that. Which unfortunately, I mean. Is a reality. That's a tactic that guys will use yeah because yeah. they know that it's gonna it, it doesn't happen a lot mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's the abnormal so yeah. immediately if i do it i you know now i'm higher up on the rankings immediately from whoever else i mean i kind of i kind of saw that coming yeah because i was like he was like oh yeah that's like not not talk about me let's talk about you and i feel i was like dude are you just are you, are you are you playing a game right now? I was like, <laughs> he's playing, a, he's yeah. playing his cards right, right? Yeah. Because like, Renee's like, oh, I don't want to hear about her. I want to hear about you. So <laughs> the next episode, maybe we get Matt Murdock. And Hopefully. I did like the mid-season trailer because it does show What's Matt the, Murdock yeah. talking to Jen? Jen and saying, like, you know, you could do what most other people can't do, which is you can defend the people as a lawyer, but also defend people as the Hulk. Yeah. So it's a good way of kind of like encouraging Jen mm-hmm. to kind of bring in and accept who she is now. I just want to see him in the Daredevil outfit. I don't care anymore. The new one? The yellow yeah. red one? I wonder, yeah. The golden yeah, like, red. The golden, golden red. red. Golden red. All right. Cobra Kai, ladies and gentlemen. Oof. Oh, man. This so, show. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay quiet for a bit. Why? Because I know. Okay. So here's 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 my goal I for finished you, okay? this season. I know you did. Yeah. I know you did. And Mark I'm us really down for an excited. hour when it reaches at about four. 55 minutes of the show. Go ahead and let us know because that way we can talk about D23 as well because we still got that. Give us 10 to 15 minutes to talk about Cobra Kai. Here we go. So, Nick, your goal is to not spoil past episode three. I promise not. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have not watched Cobra Kai season three or started. When we talk. I feel like he's going to make a face if we say something. Do not. Because this, here's the thing. If you guys have not seen Cobra Kai but have seen Karate Kid 1, 2, and 3, you guys need to see Cobra Kai. There's four seasons on Netflix. Season five just came out. Season Season five five started out really, really well. It started out. It starts out really good. Yep. So, how about don't say anything, and then we'll bring you in towards the end. Sound fair? Sure. Okay. Look the other way. So that way you're not spoiling anything. Okay. There you go. Good boy. All right. So <laughs> try not to you know look. What? At I'm him. gonna look directly. No. At shut you. your mouth and no, look the other way. Talk. God, dude. I swear this is working with amateurs over so, here, man. So, so this episode, this series got released unbeknownst to us. Like. I thought it was supposed to come out like September 20th or like, like 18th or something like that, right? That's what I thought. It was going to come out mid-September. Or mm-hmm. maybe it was supposed to come out this time and we literally forgot about it. Honestly, I thought I, I What thought did we just a, say? I thought it was a mistake and I just wanted to finish it. Cool. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Nick, you're, you're in timeout still. Thank you. How am I in timeout? You're timeout. What did I do? Bad boy. You watched the whole season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was our job. Yeah, it was. You very well know Brian doesn't have 
any time to finish a season of anything. <laughs> that sounds like his on problem. On a night, you know? That sounds like on a, a weekday. Yeah, on a weekday. That sounds like a him problem. I, I, that's why I suggested should we watch episode three, and you're just like, I already finished that's it. That's why I gave <laughs> like, you a trophy on Messenger. <laughs> that's why I choose like, congrats, sir. Can we get back to the point? Okay, yeah. So, let's start off with this. The production for the first three episodes mm-hmm. is noticeably lower. Yeah. Because... Let's explain this before we get into spoiler territory. It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. It's an understandable. They had to rush production here because certain actors have obligations. Specifically, the actor that plays Miguel in the show Mm -hmm. is going to be playing Blue Beetle. Yes. Right? So maybe he had obligations to go to Warner Brothers Mm -hmm. and do this stuff over there. I think a couple of the actors have some some new obligations for movies. Exactly. They're all busy people. Yeah, they're all getting, you know. A lot of work. A lot of work now because everyone's like, I want to. Let's use him. Let's use them. Yeah. So the main theme, and maybe agree with this, agree with me or not, mm-hmm. fight it. I want a different opinion. But I went into this show excited and wanting to understand where the story left off and see where it's going. Mm-hmm. Andy made a point to say that this, the first episode, the first one and a half uh, portions of the of the episode were very lackluster in terms of seriousness. Mm-hmm. They were more jokes. It was more lighthearted. There wasn't anything serious. Then all of a sudden, spoiler, we get to the part where Miguel's dad reveals his true colors. Yeah. Immediate shift in tone. Didn't see that. Not, oh, yeah, that didn't happen in, we, in episode three. That's yeah, right. That was like, episode two. I kind of knew they were going to go that route where it was like, oh, yeah, he's going to meet his dad and mm-hmm. that, he's going to be different than his what his mother would say. And then later on in the episode, it's in like he's going to show his true colors. Later yes. On. So it shifted. And immediately after that point happened, Everything started to have some sort of like rounded conclusion yeah. to bring up the next portion of the season. That's the thing. Like I'm watching all three episodes and I'm watching it. And I'm like, it kind of feels like they know that people are going to watch the first three episodes to see where it's going to go. Because everything kind of wraps, not wraps up, but everything kind of like it's finishes. A, it's a neat and little then, box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the whole uh, the way that they left off Miguel going to Mexico and seeing his dad, they made it feel like that was going to be maybe like an overarching thing. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we won't see Miguel because he's doing Blue Beetle. That's the thing. You guys already we got, won't see him. Did you guys get to the water park yet? No. no. Okay. I okay, told you the that. last. The last. <laughs> part, no, 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 no. I'm trying. The last no, I'm, part. I'm trying to remember. Spoiler. Yeah. Okay. The last part in episode three. It's Michael's was, furniture store. The yes. Michael furniture story. Okay. Yeah. I okay. just couldn't remember what was ha- what happens in the middle. That's it. No, okay. That's, That's all it is. No talkie. Okay. <laughs> no talkie. And it was kind of funny that you can see that when Miguel's in Mexico, yeah. <laughs> they just kind of threw like signs in Spanish and like, oh, there's a little palm tree by the beach. It's, it's Mexico, you know. So, <laughs> so Andy was laughing. <laughs> no talkie. So Andy was laughing because the first scene is literally him getting off the bus yeah. and going, stop it! <laughs> and uh, basically he encounters the Australian guy <laughs> who mugs up. Wasn't and that Andy, Kana? I think so, it's yeah. Kana, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Eddie makes a comment, he's like, that's not Mexico. And I'm just like, look, man, it could be a touristy park. Yeah. All we know is, I mean, she said it, right? She's just like, look, it could probably be that they didn't want to be racist and just yeah. get a bunch of Mexicans to mug an American. But like, and then, it's okay, so God, weird, yeah. right? And then you see like uh, Miguel's dad's I mean, wife just holding a lote, and she's just walking <laughs> out. And I'm like, okay, this is Mexico, I guess. You know, there's a couple of streamers, you know, <laughs> little banners, yeah, you know. There's like 
there's like tables of people selling like beans and fruit and stuff like that. You're they just like really went generic yeah. Mexico, which is fine. Yeah. This show is as cheesy as it gets. Yeah. I have no issue with that. They also have the little Mexican kid with the buck teeth <laughs> yes! holding on to the FC Barcelona soccer yeah. ball. And I'm like, yeah, could have picked anything else. Trust me, no kid in Mexico I, is running around with the Barcelona soccer I ball. I want to see a chubby Mexican kid <laughs> in his tight clothes, a little husky little, kid. A little popsicle? Ho- yeah, just eating a popsicle or drinking a Coke or something. <laughs> like, What's great, what sold me so much about it yeah. is Johnny's character, uh-huh. how ignorant he was <laughs> yeah. the entire time. And that's why I was a little more comfortable with that because this was straight up like as generic as Mexico as it could be yeah. from like a non-Mexican, non-Hispanic person. I, they were I, trying was, to set I, design I do it. feel like they were making... Making fun of '80s like movies, though. Yes, yeah. of like this, the of the just this like it's very generic. You understand we're in Mexico. We're not really in Mexico, but we're saying enough Mexican I, things where it's probably Mexico. I also liked when Johnny and Robbie walk into the store or like the convenience store. There's also <laughs> behind him you can order food. You know, <laughs> you can get tacos and then like you can get like. You know, fruit is all around them, and you see like all the like. Just yeah, uh, it's yeah. so funny. I was like, it, yeah, it's so generic. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I was like, so okay, let's, let's pe- move on. In the, in the, in the peppers. Yeah, the pe- peppers. Yes, right. Yes, yeah. generic. Mm-hmm. Moving on towards episode three, right? Yeah. Because it's kind of rounding out everything. They bring in another person. Yeah. From Cobra or from Karate Kid part three. Three. Yeah. Three. Yes. yes. Part, that's part three. Yeah. Mike Barnes. Yeah. He's the kid, if you guys don't remember, that basically Jones Cobra Kai basically beats the crap out of. Um, Which we all kind of knew he yes. was going to be in there, but we didn't expect what how he was going to be yeah. implemented yes. in the show. So what I like about his introduction, right? And again, you guys haven't even mentioned so chosen then. No, oh, yeah. because he's there. But the only thing he really does is he tries to infiltrate Cobra Kai from the inside, gets found out. Which is and then, a dope scene. It that is, is a dope scene. kind of cool. And it I is, like how he's influencing Tori. Yeah. Can I say what? that my favorite part about that where it gets serious? Because Chosen and Mike are two characters that really push the narrative that Terry Silver mm-hmm. is the darkest snake yeah. you could possibly have. He's very conniving. Oh, yeah. Chosen could have been found out at any point. Yeah. But it was one small detail that yeah. broke his cover. And I mm-hmm. love that detail. It was I yeah. love so it where he's good. like he goes you which are he goes from where you are you say that he was from um, Okinawa, o- but he said it was from. It started with a K or something like that. Um, Point being, it's he's, he. Yeah, he said was, that he was, was from a, a different part was, of Japan. Yeah, yeah. He, he said it was a different for, for a different part of Japan, and he goes, "I always have uh, bonsai, uh, not bonsai, uh, kampai. Kampai. Yeah. Whenever I cheers with them, they say kampai. You said bonmai, which is something that only people in Okinawa say. Yeah." yeah. And, and it's he, such a clever yeah. thing, and, and it's knows, like, and he knows oh. that uh, what was it that uh, I was getting like that Johnny? I mean that uh, Daniel's old master was from Okinawa, and he's like, "You're working for Johnny." You're that gave me like inglorious like, oh bastard vibes. Yeah. <laughs> he goes like, he goes three glasses. Yeah, it did. <laughs> yeah, it, did. it was I, such I a clever it. little mm-hmm. detail that break him out right yeah. and basically move on. The other aspect I like is that basically at the beginning of episode three, Terry goes up to. Danny and says like don't play with fire do not mess with me because if you do people around you will get hurt and I will come after you You will know how but it'll happen Mm -hmm. what happens afterwards basically Danny goes to Mike Barnes Mike Barnes and I love this about Cobra Kai every character that you think will end up the wrong way ends up having a different story yeah right like Johnny the rich kid ends up being the bum yeah Yeah. but he slowly has to grow up to be that character Mm -hmm. Danny who has the good growing up Mm -hmm. you know basically has a good arc starts to have a downfall Mike Barnes the asshole Mm -hmm. in Karate Kid 3 ends up being a successful business owner 
for a furniture store. Yeah. Yes. So basically, he, he has to turn around and apologizes to Danny and says, look, I should be apologizing to you for being such a dick Yeah. as kids. There's no reason why I should have signed a contract that said I could own 50% mm-hmm. of Cobra Kai just for kicking your ass. Mm-hmm. What ends up happening is... I like how they point that out. That, and they point like, out how crazy How crazy that he had to sign that. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, point being, mm-hmm. Terry finds out that he tries to persuade a former student of yeah. his and says, because you played with fire, I'm going after him. Mm-hmm. Then I'm coming after you. Yeah. And the episode ends with his furniture store burning down. Which is crazy. That is dark yeah, as that's such, crap. That's such villainy. Yes. I love it. He has pushed that level. Mm-hmm. Because that's the thing is that Terry Silver in the last maybe two seasons, mm-hmm. one and a half seasons, he's right? Been, he's been the last. He, just the last season. Just the last season. He was introduced in the end of season three. And then he was in all of season four. And now he's the main villain in season five. What I like about that Mm -hmm. is that we kind of seen him do his acts behind the scenes where he can't get caught. Yeah. He hasn't hurt anyone. Mm -mm. Not himself physically. Yeah, he is. But not like in a way that could be... Criminally. Yes. That's the whole reason why he gets... um, Are Are you talking about the fight scene at the LaRusso's house? No. I'm talking about when he beats up uh, Stingray. Oh, but oh. he he converts him to say that it was. Uh, yeah, I know, but yeah. that but what I'm saying is like you're saying that he didn't do anything to hurt anybody. Oh, he, he okay. almost beat, he almost he almost beat Stingray to death. I I could see, and that. then okay. he then said that uh, what was it that what's his name did it? Crease uh, Crease did it. So it's basically that it's gotten to the point where it no longer just physically affects someone. He's gone to a point where it's like. This is going to harm someone financially in their life forever. Stingray will cover. He was kind of a minor character. This is a guy that built up his life to that point to yeah. own a furniture store. <clears throat> now it's completely gone. We don't even know if the guy has insurance yeah. or anything, right? That's the thing. Past episode three. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. Okay. Okay. Your thoughts on the first three episodes. Like Stop and turn around. <laughs> no Taki. No Taki. How about this? That way you could just shut up for the rest of this like next three minutes. What are your thoughts on the first three episodes? They were really good. Okay, I, that's all you get. Next time. <laughs> just kidding. Go on. <laughs> no, it, 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 they build a really strong foundation for the rest of the season. Uh, the rest of this. Careful with telling, your words. No, I was telling uh, Renee that going further, the, the number one. No, the number one thing I always hated inside of the show uh-huh. was the thing of no one seems to talk to each other. Yeah. That everybody has that a fight. Thing, yeah. That everybody has a fight because of a misunderstanding or because there was no communication between another party or the Cobra Kai's or because of anything else. And then people just made assumptions in which was interesting because even in episode three, Sozin has a misunderstanding and Danny's try and Daniel's trying to break up him and Mike Barnes. Yeah, that's true. And, and, and like, he's the first one to kind of like go like, no, 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 stop, 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 stop. And there's a lot of just, Whoa, hold on. There's a misunderstanding and it, there's a lot of people actually talking to each other and coming to, you know, an understanding of like when bad things happen, maybe we should talk this out first yes. before fighting. And I think that's really interesting because that's more Miyagi than anything else because they really went, okay, Cobra Kai, strike first, strike hard, no mercy. But it, you can see that with them talking things out and trying to avoid a fights, they're embracing more of Mr. Miyagi's teachings and they're really embracing the idea of there is no reason to fight. Mm -hmm. Fighting should really be the last resort, but 
you should never be afraid to fight. Yeah. You should always, you you know, if fighting is needed, then yes, you, you should go ahead and uh, you should defend yourself and defend your family and defend your friends and defend what you believe in. And I'm really excited for you guys to finish. Okay, that's it. No more. <laughs> Done. Yeah, you, you might spoil. You might spoil. I don't spoil anything. I know, but you're close to it. So we'll leave it there. Mm-hmm. I will say that I do 100% agree with you, mm-hmm. Renee, in the sense that you do need to watch these first three episodes to see where it's headed. Because I feel like these first three episodes was an hour and a half summary of everything that has happened in the last season and a half. Mm-hmm. And basically says, like, this is where we're at now. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get to the serious tones. We're going to get to the snake aspect of Terry Silver. Mm-hmm. We have not seen Crease yet, which is interesting. Stop it. <laughs> Stop your face. Shut your face. Shut your mouth. You turn around. I don't want to see anything from you. Yeah, Stop. <laughs> We haven't seen him. So it's interesting to see where it's headed in that sense, Mm -hmm. right? What are your thoughts on it so far? I'm really interested to see how it's all going to end and what's going to be the cliffhanger in this season. Mm -hmm. Um, And what's going to be introduced. I don't know. Like, there's rumors speculating they might reference the next Karate Kid movie. Could. But I don't know. Speaking of which, I didn't know that Will Smith was an executive producer. He's been an executive producer. I did not know. I saw his name pop Mm -hmm. up like on like episode six when I was just kind of like, man, I'm tired. And then I saw Will Smith and I was like, Will Smith's an executive producer. He's been an executive producer. And apparently he's just like, can we make a Karate Kid show? And he's like, yeah. No, and apparently he's also like producing a Karate Kid 2. With his son? Yeah, like they're in production for With Jackie Chan? With Jackie Chan. Nice. That's All interesting. Right. Yeah. I will say, turn around. I don't want to see you because I'm going to say something. I, I, I do stu- not want. I okay. Cover your face. I cover your stu- face. Stu- cover your face. I cover your mouth too, because your mouth will quiver. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> so, um, I was telling Andy, season six is confirmed. Mm-hmm. I do think that season six will start with the newer um, All Valley tournament mm-hmm. because. It doesn't make sense to rush that aspect in yeah, season five. Yeah, because this season takes place in the summer. Turn around. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So well, I do say that. And the other thing is we don't want to end the series with a baby not being born. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I think next season will start. Is there, there going to be seniors uh-huh. next year, right? Yes. There will be seniors? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. So there's one more. Yeah. One more season, maybe. I kind of want it to end in season six. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, no, that's the thing. So far, I mean, I thought they would end it. Not end it, but I thought everything would be solved by season four or three in the All Valley Tournament. They keep killing it, man. But they keep stretching it, but not in a bad way. No. It keeps you enticed. That's yeah. the thing. And I think that's what's interesting about the series is that they keep they do a good job of like, oh, you think you think one arc, you think they're going to, they try to accomplish their goal from the beginning of the season. And they reach it, and you're like, that's it, right? They're not going to keep going. No, there's another problem. There's that's arcs. A- there's yeah. stories. Yes. I can. Nope. I just I just hope it ends with all of them stop. Like the LaRussos stop being bullies. They're all bullies. Team Tory oh, for life. Yeah. Team Tory. The son. I, I don't want to look at him when I say this. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the son gets more redeemable in this season. Because yeah. so far he's like. Yeah. Sam's a bully. How's Sam a bully? And Daniel's Tori. a bully. Tori. Tori. Sam's. Tori. Hold on. Tori is also a bully too. They're Shut both your bullies. mouth. Stop talking. Everybody's life. a bully. You. Everybody's suck. a bully. 
You are a terrible. Tori person. tried to commit homicide. Yeah, it's true. She, did she assaulted wrong. her. Nothing wrong. Yeah. She left Team her Tory, bruises. 100%. You Team Tori. Man. Team Tori. Tori. I'm gonna leave 100%. you some scars and then be like, oh, <laughs> and be like, no, man. Just because I cut her, I shivved her, hey, but she okay. was you know bullying what? me. You know what? Tori might have harmed Miguel physically, mm-hmm. but at least and he mentally. didn't break his and heart mentally. because the man tried to buy a, uh, a necklace for Sam oh. and then broke his heart. And I was like, my man, it's okay, dude. It's okay. You know who well, won't break it? your heart? Well, but, Tori. But it's also understandable, too, because she, she not understand. Stop defending Sam. Sam, Sam sucks. No, but, no, no. but Sam, Sam is actually reasonable in this season. She's no. not. I see. I'm sorry. No, that's. I'm thing. sorry. You don't get to talk about past episode three. But she, she is right now. Sam's reasonable. a terrible person. <laughs> no, she's not. No, she is a terrible no, person. No, 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 no she's not. On, she's in, being. She, in she, the beginning she's of this season, the first three episodes, I understand where she's coming I don't. from. I do also, not. You know, like Sam. Also, she also had an eleven moment. Oh, she did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> in the uh, was it in the isolation? In chamber? the deprivation day. No, but yeah, I, but I, but, but that's the thing though is that Tory. she is that Sam is actually a good character this year so far. We will see. Well, and no, so so far, just Stop, you're going to ruin has, this. No, I'm not. I'm just saying, even up to episode three, she's being reasonable. She is. like M- Miguel left. Miguel left she, and tried to find himself. She lost the, the, yeah. the All Valley, and that was kind of like everything that she was going towards, and she thinks she failed and everything else, and it's one of those things of, I don't know who I am. I which, can't wait till Miguel and Tori start dating again. <laughs> yeah, right. But but that's the thing though is that she. I, I, see I feel more... like she's being more reason. She, I, I feel like she's being very reasonable and just saying, "Hey, I I'm not in a what position if, to date." What if Tori goes on to the Miyagi Dojo and then it's just like it's it's Tori and Sam and Robbie and Miguel in a polyamorous relationship? <laughs> Like that's that's their way of trying to be like more woke. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. We're twenty twenty two, right? Yeah. Yeah, what, yeah. What if we got to move Don't, on? What are you do? Uh, <laughs> yeah. What? what yeah, okay. What, so moving on to D twenty three predictions. Would that be weird? So D twenty three. Since Nick is not listening and adhering to the rules of his timeout. I didn't out, say anything. All right. Yeah, but you might have. Okay. We don't know. I was really Shut good. Shut your mouth, Nick. I should get a treat. You want a treat? Yeah. Stop throwing things. Hey, got it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I D23 just happened this weekend. So as of the time of recording, we only know a couple things. Mm-hmm. Disney Pixar released a bunch of information and trailers, which Andy will go ahead and list in just a couple of minutes or a couple seconds, actually. Um, we also got some Star Wars news about who's going to be playing Ezra Bridger, which Nick is super excited about. Who's that? Uh, it's a Jedi. Oh, it's Jenna. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's, okay. you know, it's, it's minor news. It doesn't really matter. Okay, you can cool. shut your phone <laughs> So it's not important. It's, you know, it's Star Wars. Like, Oh, it's Star, it's Star Wars? It's so Star Wars, it's, yeah. Again, it's, you know, it's okay. Like, <laughs> I will fight you both. <laughs> so, minor news. Andy, go ahead and list off the pieces of information that were revealed by Disney Pixar today. Okay. First one, we got um, Elemental. Um, that was it, just a poster, right? Uh, I believe so. Okay. Um, we've also gotten just a couple things. Uh, there's a new series called Win or Lose with Will Forte as Coach Dan. Mm -hmm. Um, we've also got... Did you write it? Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm going through their Twitter. (laughs) 
Oh, I thought you had it on the screen. Well, I have that, but it's a mix of both Pixar and. Um, just give us a mix. Yeah, just give us the mix. Just give oh, us the mix. The yeah, mix. just give us the mix. Yeah. Okay. Just... Well, I'm already reading off the Pixar one, so you guys are getting Pixar first. Oh <laughs> okay, my God, just... she took okay, over. Okay, we got Elio, um, a boy who finds himself transported across the galaxy and mistaken for the intergalactic ambassador for our planet Earth. Yeah, it definitely a story about like a Pixar. Me. So. <laughs> <laughs> definitely dude, sounds... you would, dude, you would get us nuked. That's fine. <laughs> Fallout. And Inside Out 2. Wow. Awesome. Not that we really needed it. I guess, you know, we're going to see, I guess, them dealing with her teenage years more. Yeah. You know what? I I actually would. Puberty. I would really like if she was past puberty, past all that, and it's her dating in high school. Down with that. That'd be fine. Okay, I'm cool with that. Yeah, because that, that would be totally different. Not only that, but also the people that were watching Inside Out are now reaching that age. True. 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 So which, so, which out of all of these are you guys most excited about? Just because Pixar, I'm personally, I don't know, Pixar hasn't really been putting out like slap, like slappers. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the no thing bangers. with Pixar <laughs> is that there's like it feels like there's two teams working on certain things, mm-hmm. and it feels like they're trying to pop out as much content as yeah. they can. You didn't Maybe. like Lightyear, right? Lightyear was good. Did you like Turning Red? Yeah, I love Turning Red. Turning Red was actually pretty good. Turning Red was good, but that's the thing is until – like here's the problem that I have with Pixar. Pixar used to be a hype up of things that would release because they would you know, take out some behind the scenes before it would release, talk about how the director can relate to the story, what it means to them, what it means to the producers and the writers and the artists, everything. And right now it's more like here's what we're announcing. This is what we're releasing. It comes out, then the behind the scenes. So you don't build up that connection. The thing is that I feel that – for Pixar they used to have a story like they used to have like a story that one of the artists wanted to tell and then it connected because it was so you know it was so not generic but it was something that everybody goes through Mm -hmm. and that's why people really connected to it and that's what made Pixar movies so special because it was such a creative idea I do feel that Pixar is now um, kind of factoring it where it's yeah. just like it's kind of like okay cool what fits what like what what things work yeah i mean i remember the decade where it was like you know you watch incredibles and that was cool and then the year after that it was like ratatouille and then it was like okay they came out with like one movie each year it was yeah. like always kind of like yo that was really good but they're popping them out like call of duty games that's yeah. the thing and the- i th- and i think it's disney that's constantly like we want at least like two movies a year so if Disney wants to f- like kind of let Pixar breathe a little bit, that's fine. I'm yeah. not against them putting out two movies every year or yeah. announcing all these different projects over the span of two years. Yeah. What I want is the – because that's the beauty of Pixar. Pixar is that studio that has the producers, writers, and artists create stories that are very relatable to them. They have to have a meaning behind them. Like you yeah. watch – Ratatouille's message. It's my favorite Pixar movie. Mm-hmm. Anyone can cook, mm-hmm. right? It takes that simple aspect of a rat, someone who doesn't seem to cook, mm-hmm. know the art and appreciate it and study it. Well, and it, you can take also, that into life anywhere, right? It's also a, a and a, a rat is a quintessential thing that does not belong in a kitchen. Exactly. It's something that when it's seen in a kitchen, immediately is kicked out, or you know, it, it means that the kitchen is not good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that. Pixar is not pulling out bangers because we don't know if these movies are going to be good. It's more like we need to wait and people are not connecting to them as they used to. Plus, I used to I used 
I used to kind of miss where you watch a Pixar movie and you get like a teaser mm-hmm. of the next Pixar movie, but it's never in the movie. Like when the teaser for The Incredibles came out, you see Mr. Incredible in his room mm-hmm. and he's having a hard time putting his suit together and stuff like that. That's like my favorite teaser. Yeah. And it's never in the movie. Well, I always, I always really liked when they – because I thought it was really interesting that for Buzz, there wasn't a Pixar short. That's right. Yeah, like, but if for but for for Lightyear there wasn't a Pixar short, and I thought, and I remember, I think was I sitting, did I watch but Lightyear with you? Yeah, yeah, we all watched it. We all yeah. watched it together, right? And you fell asleep. I I did fall asleep. Yes, <laughs> I, you had a long was, day. I did have a. Yeah, I had yeah, a really long day. Had a long but my but my big thing was is that I remember watching that, and I think I turned to either you or you, mm-hmm. and I said, "Wow, there's no Pixar short." Like that's weird mm-hmm. because I remember when Pixar shorts used to be what the technology was that they were experimenting with for the next movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh lava you was, uh, oh, yeah. was, was for Moana mm-hmm. and you know, in, in the, they're using different stuff. So they're using different technologies and this was a sample yeah. well, of what they could do. We are in post Disney plus era. That's true. Yeah. So they can green light a lot of stuff. Yeah, they're post they they have a lot of shorts um on there now. So I don't think they have the necessity to do that anymore. They just put it on Disney Plus. But that but the thing is that it's it's more of a tradition now. Where it's like it had a specific short and Mm. then you put a compilation later. Speaking about Disney Plus, Disney has their own lineup of announcements. Let's burn through that because we still have to get through our predictions as well. Yeah. A uh, new trailer for Hocus Pocus 2 was released. Did you see the Alex Myers review of Hocus Pocus? Yeah. That was so great. Mm-hmm. Um, Disenchanted uh, mm. with Amy Adams as returning as Giselle. A movie that no one asked for. No one asked for, but it does seem interesting. It does. I'm yeah. excited for it. Mm-hmm. That's her favorite, one of her favorite movies. Um, <laughs> Peter Pan and Wendy, a poster was released. Sure. Now, is that a movie? or? No, it's, it's it has the Disney Plus logo. It does. Oh. So it might be a series or a movie that's on there. Okay. Is it animated or live? It's a movie. It's, it looks it's like a it's a movie. Live okay. Confirmed. Oh, okay. Um Mufasa, The Lion King. It's, it's a live action yeah. origin story. The origin of Mufasa. How he got that beautiful voice. Yeah. <laughs> Facts like this. And then talks like this at the end. <laughs> Simba. <laughs> <laughs> um The Little Mermaid. New, um, New trailer. teaser yeah, t- trailer. Teaser trailer. I'm mm-hmm. already expecting backlash. On oh, that. of course. That's oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. No matter what. I'm excited for it, dude. If if you can't have a stormtrooper be African American, could, <laughs> could, right? could you imagine our oceans mermaids? <laughs> How dare you make my oceans mermaids? I feel like I've been hearing a lot of positive things. It's you, Disney. I feel like you you're, you're on the wrong side of Twitter. <laughs> yeah. oh. I feel like I'm she's, on a dark. I feel like I'm on yeah. a darker place. She doesn't see a lot of the controversy. That I was going to say I don't think she sees a lot of no. just like the hate. She sees the beauty. We see the hate. <laughs> yeah. It's not that I want to see the hate. No, it's just can't that help it. I I you know I'm on like IGN and everything like that, and then you just see like just racial slurs going down the the mm-hmm. the, the thing, and it's like oh wow, like people like this still around. It's the little it's the Little Mermaid. Like, well, you need to chill. Yeah. I can't believe my son or daughter are going to watch this movie. Not, I, I'm not going to Unsubscribed. Dare, how dare they do this? Disney uh, just lost their money a, from me. This, oh, is wow, this is a children's movie. How could you do that? Even though, <laughs> even though Ursula is drawn after a drag queen. Yeah. yeah. And it's being played by, um, what's her name? Uh, oh, have they cast Mel- it? Melissa McCarthy. 
Oh, oh Ursula? Is she Ursula? Ursula? Nice. Melissa McCarthy is Ursula? That's, that's typecasting that's a, if I've ever heard it. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> All right, what's that's the rest a of the line? <laughs> on the nose right there. They were like, we need a funny fat person. <laughs> so from, from Disney Animation, we have a futuristic version of Lagos, Nigeria called Iwa. And I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing this, I, but it's called Iwaju. Iwaju. Um, we've also got Strange World, which I'm sure we've seen, we've seen trailers, for, trailers it. Yeah. for it. Or I think just the one trailer for it. Right, right, right. Um, that's being released this year, November 23rd. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, we got a another animation called The Wish, um, starring Ariana DeBoss as Ash, Asha? 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 Asha or Asha, whatever. Yep, and that's it so far. So it's, As of right now, it's only the first day. So, yes. So yeah, it's true. funny how D23 started off light. They announced, like, I love how they kind of, like, announced all the things that kind of we were expecting to be announced. Mm-hmm. Some Pixar like, stuff, some Disney stuff. Yeah. And then they teased a little bit of some Star Wars with, like, oh, Ezra Bridger announced live actor in Iman Esafandi. How, why did you get excited for him? The main, I was, I'm more excited in general for Ezra Bridger because that's a very interesting, obviously. No, well, because that's a very interesting character that you're going through, and as soon as you get to the Mando episode where Ahsoka Tano is asking about Thrawn, mm-hmm. be um, the so just as a real short, Ezra Bridger is an orphan that is uh, on a planet called Lothal. Uh, it's a it's an imperial controlled planet Mm -hmm. that you then find the ghost crew as pirates uh stealing food from the from the imperials and giving it to the people and stealing it to give to the rebel Mm -hmm. to the rebel fleet unknowingly to the crew Mm -hmm. uh ezra bridger ends up finding out that one of their one of the leaders on the in the ghost crew is a jedi Mm -hmm. he his name is kanan jarris Kanan and uh, Ezra, Kanan feels that there's the force inside of Ezra and it's calling in Ezra's, the lightsaber uh, that Kanan Jarrus has is calling to Ezra. Okay. And more, and Kanan reluctantly takes him on as a Padawan. And uh, the thing is that Kanan Jarrus was a Padawan when Order 66 happened. Okay. He never finished his training. So now it's a, it's a, a failed Jedi training a new era of Jedi. So what's interesting about this announcement, right? That we knew that Ezra was going to be a part of this Ahsoka series, right? Yes. They showed it over at uh, Celebration. I don't understand why the announcement of his, of who the live actor is going to be, was made today. When they already have panels for Star Wars and Marvel tomorrow. It's to get... I because what I do feel is I feel like they wanted to get people ready because I do feel that tomorrow they're going to have an Ahsoka trailer. So let's start with this, okay? I want you to be in charge of the Marvel stuff. You're right. going to give me your best Marvel predictions. <laughs> Star Wars boy over here, give yep. me your best Star Wars predictions. Okay. I'll side with Renee. I don't know much about Star Wars in the sense of like what we might be seeing. But let's show so the weird. audience, our listeners, that they can listen to us mm-hmm. and feel mm-hmm. confident that we're right when we predict these things because we're going to be 100% right in the sense of knowing what's going to be announced. So, let's start with this. Nick, go ahead and tell me, what do you think will be announced in the Star Wars panel? Quick in like maybe two, three minutes. The Star Wars panel is going to have uh, one Ahsoka 
it's gonna have uh i think we're gonna get either images uh like you know that uh that previous i mean that trailer that they got over at celebration wasn't it the ahsoka trailer that was announced or something like that i'm pretty sure that the ahsoka is gonna either get a full-on trailer because mind you ahsoka only started filming a month before celebration happened Mm -hmm. so even if they did have a lot of footage that's already done, I don't think that it's going to be complete or anything else. So we might get some images, maybe a teaser, maybe the same teaser that they got at Celebration, and they, it's just tweaked a little bit. Uh huh. Um, I I know that they're going to do the Bad Batch, which is is all about Clone Force ninety nine, their season two, and their protection of uh, Alpha, um, or um, sorry, not Alpha, uh, Omega, because technically Boba Fett is Alpha. Um, it's Boba Fett's sister. Okay. So the Bad Batch is protecting Boba Fett's sister. Mm-hmm. Um, not only that, but then I do think that they are going to announce a new a new couple of Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. We did have... Gotcha. Oh, uh, yeah. I do, I do feel like we are going to get more Star Wars movies. Um, to say what exactly they're going to be about, that's kind of hard. Because uh-huh. lately they've been very flip-floppy about... We had Rogue Squadron with, uh, but Rogue Squadron hasn't been canceled yet. Yeah, the but the director fell off. Yes, but supposedly the rumor is that I, they might announce some Rogue Squadron news. I wouldn't be surprised if Rogue Squadron became a was a thing. I can also see uh, Mando is probably gonna you're get, you're definitely gonna hear more about Mando. You're definitely gonna hear more about Boba Fett. You're probably gonna hear a little bit about uh, you're you're gonna get more information about Andor. Um, I'm wondering if Andor is going to be a multi-season or if they're going a limited to end, series or a limited series where it's only one season. They already said done. two. They said that they already renewed for season two. Okay. So that's at, interesting. So yeah. that's, so it's at least two to three years before the events of Rogue One. So let me ask this. What is the big, big, big highlighted news piece that will be announced for Star Wars panel? If you had to pick, or do you want me to come back to you? I do. Th- I I feel like what ex- what they're gonna do is it's going to probably be a mall series, a mall Darth Maul, like Darth Maul. And his You're willing journey. to stake subscribers mm-hmm. right now on a mall series. It's it's something that would be interesting, and it's something that hasn't been. Plant uh, your flag. Huh? Plant your flag right now. It's something that ha- that's interesting, and it hasn't been seen before. We've seen bits and pieces of Maul and like what he's been doing. Mm-hmm. But after the Clone Wars going into Solo, we haven't really seen what happens to Maul. And we do know that he, he becomes leader of the Pikes. He becomes leader of the new, of Crimson Dawn. He still has control over Mandalor- uh, over some Mandalorians. And he has like this big criminal empire. I can kind of see, especially with their, light, with their love of seeing where characters are and kind of using past characters that people really love, I can see Maul. I can see him getting his own series or even a movie or anything else. Like, that would be kind of sick. Okay, fair. Or even Akira. Like that, uh, Akira. No, you're planning your stake in Maul. <laughs> I'll say Maul. Okay. Yeah, I'll Maul. say Maul, but definitely Ahsoka's going to be sick. I Renee, can't wait to see Ahsoka. We got about five minutes oh, to predict some Marvel mm-hmm. stuff. You want to work together on this one? Sure. All yeah. right, let's work together on this. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's try to make the best prediction possible. Oh, yeah. Nick just planted his stake on Maul. Right, so I'm anyone hoping, that is I, I, right, and, and man, I'm hoping I'm right. If you're right, if you're right, any listener that has got up to this point has to subscribe or has to follow yeah. us. They have to, right? Yeah, they have yeah. to because Nicholas just saved us right now. He just got us ten I'm subscribers, hoping. right? Yeah, I'm hoping. He so him. here is what we think will be announced in the Marvel panel, right? So they didn't present anything new for Phase Six, but they pretty much outlined all the Phase Five, right? They might show some more Black Panther footage, I think. Yeah, right. We can comfortably say that. 
we did mention Ant-Man and the Wasp, yeah. some footage. I think yeah. they're either going to show like a teaser or it's like Kang, like yes. a scene from Kang. Well, in it. Rem- remember the teaser that we got at, uh, what was it, at Comic-Con, mm-hmm. it wasn't for, it was only for attendees. Yeah. yeah. So we might just get that teaser. We might. So there's that, right? So they might showcase all of that. Mm-hmm. Bigger pieces of information. Apparently there's a leak that says that Daredevil got leaked with a new title, new graphic and everything. Mm-hmm. So we might get some updates on that as well. But you are staking on Deadpool 3. Yes. That is your big prediction. Yeah. Okay. Tell me why. I just feel like that's going to be, that's the one thing that they haven't announced yet. And Ryan Reynolds has been constantly just talking with Marvel Studios in and out. He's been like leaving subtle hints that they are working on it and stuff, but they can't say too much about it until it's made official at D23. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's when they've been holding out the whole entire time Mm -hmm. since the Fox buyout. Mm Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, we'll just we'll plan it out. We'll see what how far we can push the limits within our grounds, and we'll announce it at D23. And just so audiences know, hey, Nick, can you tell me what date does the camera say right there? <laughs> A blur. How about now? <laughs> A lock screen. Okay, how about, how about now? The blur again. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's just... September 9th. September 9th. Guys. September 9th. We are September. we're predicting yeah. this and I feel prior like, to the I event. feel like if I had to plant my flag, I feel like they're going to show us like a video of Deadpool in the cinematic universe. Gotcha. I, yeah. I, I think that Deadpool's costume might change a little bit. Yeah, it could be altered. I, I think I think it's going to be changed a little bit. I think you might get what I think would be in awesome. So awesome, especially since it was the thing that got everything started for Deadpool, mm-hmm. is to have an animated version of an opening or something like that mm-hmm. in the Marvel Universe to kind of show you this is what Deadpool would look like in the cinematic universe. How funny would it be if Deadpool's reveal was scenes of the MCU and he's in the background somewhere? Mm-hmm. That would be interesting. I think it would be more interesting if he's watching the MCU. Okay, that'd be oh, that'd be him, fun. That'd sitting, be pretty him fun sitting on the couch and like you see like Captain America planning a shield mm-hmm. and everything like that, and then like he turns off the TV and his like little fl- fuzzy uh, unicorn slippers, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Well, isn't that insane? <laughs> <laughs> That's news here." <laughs> okay, here's my here's my. I'm gonna say two, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna plant my stick on one, my flag on one. Okay? Yeah, I want to say. I'm saying this because I'm very hopeful. I yeah. wanted to be happy. I you wanted to be real. Spider-Man movie. We already know. No, uh, they might. They might announce another Spider-Man movie. But the big one that I want, mm-hmm. John Krasinski as Reed Richards for Fantastic Four. I want that confirmation. To happen. I want the full cast because it, it, it sound it really no because the way that Emily news as you storm the the way that news has been coming out it kind of sounds like they've been closing uh, a lot of. Um, a lot of contracts yeah. for the Fantastic Four, and I do feel, and there's been a lot of like movie rumors, and there's been a lot of casting rumors of so and so is going to be playing Fantastic Four or Sue Storm or whoever, and around now would kind of be the time to start saying, "This is your Fantastic Four. So, plant my flag, not on that, but I do. I am hopeful. John Krasinski and Emily Blunt, Sue Storm, Reed Richards. That's what I want. It's, not Emily it's Blunt. hopeful. We're hoping. Mm-hmm. Here's where I plant my flag. X-Men reveal. Some sort of mutant confirmation in the MCU. Like live action? Live action. okay. Not X-Men 98 or anything like that. I want a live action mutant reveal and talk about where they discuss how they're going to be bringing the mutants into the MCU. Because Mm -hmm. they're going to end 
uh, Phase 4 pretty soon yeah. with Black Panther. Mm-hmm. It only makes sense for them to announce how and where we're going to see mutants be relevant in the MCU moving forward or I, what they might even do. I yeah. do f- I do think that in Black Panther, they might explain mutants with Namor because why pick Namor? Yeah. When he's a mutant. When he's a mutant. Yeah. And he, and you know, his, his background does rely heavily on mutant kind. Yeah. So you can, you can always structure your story around it where yes, there are mutants out there. Yes, they are in hiding, but they are some of the most strong. They're some of the most, most powerful people in the world. Yeah. So if we are right in any of these predictions, you have to subscribe to our YouTube channel or follow us on our socials. Yeah. Or follow us on any audio platform and leave a five-star review because we're that confident that we are right. Because Nicholas over here has predicted he's got an 80% accuracy. I do, actually. Yes, he does. I swear to God, if I I look tomorrow and and I see a giant thing that says mall – Go on our Instagram. I celebrate. swear to God, I'm gonna screen. <laughs> I'm gonna screenshot it and be like, I called it. Yeah. <laughs> I said it. Issue 114, baby. <laughs> All right. I swear. So we I'm gotta so wrap excited. up this issue yeah. okay. because we are reaching our end. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us here at yes. issue 114 at Keeping Up with the Nerds. Follow us on any socials on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go ahead and comment anytime you guys see the new posts go up. Let us know what you guys think about that issue if you guys are listening to us. Listen to us on any audio platform, wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, and Spotify. Leave a review where acceptable. All the information is in the description as well. And if you guys want to see us visually with exclusive skits only on YouTube at Keeping Up with the Nerds, 125 subs let's make it higher let's go find more yeah. by the time this issue comes out 130 that's what i want to see mm-hmm. 130 mm-hmm. like subscribe comment down below let us know what you guys think also check out our real addiction our partner podcast that does all movie news every they always come out on thursdays at 11 keeping up with the nerds wednesdays at 11 30 and also go check out our website keeping up with the nerds.com for all the other information because we've got some new stuff coming out there pretty soon With that said, are we ready to wrap up this issue? Let's do it. Let's do it. This has been Keeping Up With The Nerds, issue 114. My name is Renee. This is Brian. And Nick. Signing off from Undercity Comics. We'll see you all next time.